Welcome to another episode of Walnut Women. Um, today I have Meryl and Florence with me, and we are going to be talking about the topic if um, the local church needs female or women teachers. Um, so the context of this is Meryl, Flo, myself, and another um, woman, Eileen, we have been dedicated to host the Sunday Women's Bible Study in the English congregation. And this has been going on for the past two years when we started outdoors. And then for the past year, we were able to reserve a room in the Hope Center. And in the past two years, we were able to study several things. We studied in this order, Philippians, Ruth. We studied lots of women of the Bible who were known for their faith. We studied the book of Titus, and now this new fall, we just launched the Elijah study. And um, I wanted to bring this discussion up specifically because um, there hasn't been a women's class Bible study at this church um, for a long time. I don't, maybe for decades. And I think this kind of goes along the lines of... Um, teaching. We call this a Bible study, not a Sunday school class. But part of that was at the very beginning when I asked you guys, like, how do you want to be referred to as, and nobody wanted to be called like a teacher. <laughs> I think you guys didn't even want to be known as leaders. You said, call us facilitators. <laughs> but <laughs> um, it's been two years that we've taken we've um, taken our turns to be assigned to the passage and to teach for that day for that week i would say you guys we were all teaching and so first i want to talk about what is the spiritual gift of teaching because i do think that that gift does apply to what we're doing because we're studying god's word so can you guys help me define that what do you guys What's your conviction on this? Wait, um, just to <clears throat> clarify, there was a woman's Sunday school class when we had the bungalows. There was, but that was like over a decade ago, right? Wasn't it like... I don't know. Whenever long, there was bungalows. It was like when you were in college. I feel like... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You were in college. That was a <laughs> yes. long time ago, right? Yes. I don't remember that. No. <laughs> you were probably in med school. <laughs> okay, so what is the spiritual gift of teaching? And do you think that God can bestow that gift to a woman? So I, I, I looked it up because I wanted to make sure, you know, that I had the, the proper definition. And there was a lot of different, I mean, very similar, but different ways. And so what I liked it was, the ability to properly interpret and effectively explain God's word to others, which then leads the student to discover and understand biblical truth and then obey it. Mm -hmm. um, so just, that's just the definition I came up with. And I think it's that, I think the, the gifting part is um, where it can really help someone understand um, the Bible better. And I think, mm -hmm. A lot of people can try to explain it, but some people really, I do think, just have that gift of mm -hmm. really explaining it in such a way that you're like, oh, you know, like you really, um, a light bulb goes off and you're really understanding it maybe in a way that you didn't see before. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's a good definition. That's a good starting point. So based on that definition, then we would conclude that the um, the career of teaching in a secular environment does not equate the natural or the spiritual gift to teach God's word. Like just because you can teach outside of the church, it doesn't mean that your spiritual gift is the gift of teaching God's word. Mm-hmm. Because I think the spiritual gifts have a very specific purpose of building the body up, right? So, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add anything, Meryl, to the definition? Uh, no, I thought that was an awesome definition. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys think that women can have this gift? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's where <laughs> the next question comes. <laughs> Um, because I think at our church setting, it's it's been kind of maybe sensitive for women to step up and say, "Oh, I want to teach a I mm-hmm. want to teach a class." And then it's not even like we're a church that produces like female teachers of God's mm-hmm. word. So I feel like this Bible study was just like the four of us saying, "Hey, we want to study the Bible, mm-hmm. but let's like include other people. Let's like open this to the church." And I don't think that at the beginning, you guys may necessarily have started this because you saw yourself with this gift. Maybe some of you do. So like, how has your journey been um, with this commitment of teaching this class? Would you say you're teaching God's word? Would you consider yourself as someone who has this gift? So how does this apply to you personally and how you've been experiencing your role as a facilitator or a teacher? <laughs> you want to go, Flo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, okay, I can go. I, so I don't, I don't consider myself as having the gift of teaching necessarily. Um, but I do think that um, we are called to teach God's word. And my experience has been sometimes, most of the time, majority of the time, when I'm when I'm assigned to teach a particular chapter, I'm like learning as I go. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, I got this. I can, you know, no. I mean, I need to like do my research and um and make sure that what I'm reading is from valid sources. I actually I don't have a lot of access to like commentaries. I was just thinking the other day, I was like, I know Preston used to have uh, access to the software system that he paid a lot of money for a long time ago. And then I was like, I should ask him if he still can access it because um, it would be helpful. But um, but but when I do go through, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm being a student myself, right? And so when I do go through it and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, that's when I'm like, oh, I should write this down and, you know, see what other people think when we're um discussing and that's why in many ways I see myself more as a facilitator because like it's not like I'm the professor and you know I'm like Mm -hmm. imparting my wisdom to others it's Mm -hmm. more like I I get it I did a little bit more study research Mm -hmm. beforehand yeah and so let's let's talk about this together as a group and encourage each other and learn together Hmm. Hmm. well I don't think any of us really come with like extra knowledge per se I would say you you have to have some gift of teaching. Otherwise, I feel like 
Yeah. We never complained. Yeah. We never, we never came out of one of your teaching sessions like, oh, you, you could have done better on this or that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Maybe that would be the sign that it didn't work out for you. <laughs> like if yeah. we didn't feel the blessing of like listening and mm. digging into God's word, I, I feel like it's, it's not like restricted to a certain method, you mm. know, because I feel like from our sessions, I've gained spiritual truth and knowledge and I, um, I thought it was pretty cool. Like there were mm-hmm. several of you guys to, you know, cycle through. So everyone brings something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I guess this is also our time to affirm how we receive it. So I, I would say in the times that you've taught, I was very blessed And I mean, who knows, maybe just on those like select days, you know, God's grace allowed you to do what you were able to do, even though you didn't feel maybe the confidence that you think one should possess as Mm -hmm. a gifted teacher. Yeah. Thanks. So is it, so is it something that you see yourself doing? Oh, and just to clarify this women's Bible study is for women of all ages at our church, um, beginning from college all the way to no no limit. Um, so it is, yeah, it is teaching peers, is teaching some younger and some older women. Is this something you can see yourself doing consistently? I like our format because we have our book, I feel like makes it really doable to teach through whether you're like confident or not confident. It's sort of like Mm -hmm. holds your hand. Um, Mm -hmm. I also feel like, like by God's grace, there's a lot of people in our class who they themselves could probably teach. And Mm -hmm. I feel like they added like a lot of good input and insight. So it really helps to like carry the class. So you don't feel like you're, you're like giving a sermon or like a presentation where it's just yourself, right? You have like a lot of people to bounce ideas off of and to hear what they're um, learning and what they've learned in the past. And I think that's one of the big blessings of, I feel like this uh, woman's Bible study just being, I think it's truly a place where you witness the whole intergenerations and um, just people of all ages coming together around the word of God and being able to, be blessed by it, regardless of where they're coming from or what stage of life they're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's been really nice to to see and just like a blessing that has come forth from this ministry. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have um, people of all ages, all life stages, and it is a place where a lot of newcomers come to check it out because it's one of the few things that is happening on campus on Sundays for for women specifically. Mm-hmm. I also think it's nice that um, some people that often do themselves teach like on Sunday school or in children's worship or BSF or whatnot, mm-hmm. that they can just come and just sit, you know, and mm-hmm. um, be a part of the group. And then, yeah, and give their input. And it's, it's really cool to hear all their Bible knowledge, (laughs) have them have fun with it. Um, Mm. But also I think it's, um, hopefully it's for those who are 
new to Christianity or new to the Bible, hopefully it's also something where they can um, really learn about mm-hmm. the Bible and seek truth and, you know, like gain truth from it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, oh, sometimes some of the stuff that we cover is very, it's actually very simple. Like some of the yeah. questions they are like, okay, what is um, the three things that, you know, Paul is saying we should, da, 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 you know, and it's, it's just right there. Sometimes I'm like, I'm silent because I'm like, I feel like there should be more to this, you know? <laughs> but no, it's just very like straightforward. And I think it's cool to very simply go through the text like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes God's word accessible. Like, even though not everyone might be blessed with like the gift of teaching or the gift of knowledge, like every believer is called to like read God's word and come to an understanding. So I feel like, it's it's a really nice way to practice reading God's word because a lot of times it's hard to read God's word by yourself, especially if you get stuck. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's a good, good like equipping time for people to learn how to maybe understand God's word on their own um, or practice doing it if they're not comfortable doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to you, Meryl. What's your experience been like? And do you think you possess the gift of teaching? Mm. Um, Actually, I want to just start off by saying in another podcast episode a long time ago, I think you did say that teaching is one of your gifts. It is. It's like one of my few gifts. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've always, okay, here's interesting. Like, I've always known that. I have that gift, but like you said, it's really awkward to have that gift. I feel like, first of all, in the Asian culture church where women are already seen as like, oh, you have to have like a certain place or role. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time to be like in a conservative church where um, like we're not like egalitarian where we're more complementarian. Sometimes I feel like it gets sticky because people will feel like, oh, you're not in your place, right? Mm. I think I've always struggled in understanding, like, Mm. what's the function of this gift? But I always knew that, like, in terms of, like, studying the word or studying theology, that's always something that's been, like, intriguing to Mm -hmm. me, you know? Like, and I would would always, that's, like, how my faith really grew, you know, Mm. when I started challenging myself intellectually. And so... I love like that kind of stuff. But then I always struggled with like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? This is like the most, I remember always telling Hanley, like, this is the lamest gift to have as like a woman. And Don't to be a wife that. and have it is like a double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like the only reason I have this gift is so that we can like banter about theological differences, <laughs> you know? Um, so, I mean, it's nice to have, a platform to sort of exercise the gift and I really do feel like it's a gift because sometimes I don't feel like I know what I'm doing but mm-hmm. somehow like when I'm talking it sort of all like clicks and um I really do feel like the spirit like empowers whatever is coming out of my mouth mm. as for like other things I'm not I don't feel that as much. Mm. Right? So I feel like that's like a big part of gifting where you, you mm-hmm. really feel like it's not of your own doing, but it's like mm-hmm. by God's power. So like people who have like the gift of faith or intercession or 
you know, like the spirit is really moving them to exercise those gifts. Um, so it's been fun. Like sometimes I do feel like, oh man, I gotta teach again. And it's like hard, right? But I, I'm happy that I'm like not the only one and that we can like all sort of share the load. And um, yeah, it's nice to have other people there. Like I said, where we can like bounce ideas off of or, or lean mm-hmm. against to like sort of help you. So would you say that it is not a given that if you have all this personal revelation during your personal study, that it will always translate through a person? Or like, does the person with that gift have to be able to do both? You know, like have it clear and eye-opening personally, but also to communicate it and deliver it? I think if you have the gift of teaching, because there's also like the gift of like knowledge, right? Knowledge is listed as one of the spiritual gifts. Right. But then it's like if the spiritual gifts are meant to like bless the body, if you purely just have the gift of knowledge and you're just like receiving all this knowledge, but not exercising it to bless the body, then it's like, what what good is it sort of thing? (laughs) Um, So I feel like often had those gifts sort of come together you know Mm. where you if you have like a clear understanding you're and you're able to like communicate it well Mm. then yeah so now that we've been doing this um pretty consistently two years strong would you say that you feel utilized in in this way to the church are you talking to me or are you talking yes, to me? Yes, yes, to you. <laughs> to me? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? I mean, um, it, it's it's fun to, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what do you mean, Leslie? <laughs> because you, you said earlier that, like, you didn't know, you, you mm. called this the lame gift, right? Because <laughs> you didn't know how it, it in function where you, you would be where you could practice it. Mm. And you said in that last podcast that you didn't necessarily want to use it to teach children. Remember? I mean, I don't mind, but yeah, it just right, also right. felt lame to say like, you're, right. oh, you're a woman and you have a gift of teaching. So we need to stick you with the children. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think as I get older, I sort of realize more the blessing of like having female teachers. Mm-hmm. I think growing up, I didn't, understand as much like what was the need for that or like how that would look Mm. like in a church but I feel like now there's a lot more like women um authors and teachers that are coming from like the same like conservative background who Mm -hmm. are exercising their gifts more on like maybe because of the internet or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just more public so it's right. helpful to see how they're able to exercise their gift to like bless other women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now there's a lot of resources for women to be like equipped, like whether it's like, I don't know, there's so many, there's so many ministries now, like just specifically for women. So I feel like, um, I feel like it's just like a different landscape right now than it was like when I was right, growing right. up, you know? So Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're teaching. Oh, so would you consider yourself a teacher now? 
uh, <laughs> <Or> a facilitator. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I guess, but I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm I'm a teacher." <laughs> I don't know. It sounds weird. <laughs> but teacher I know Merrill. you're always calling me Teacher Merrill at the end of at the end of our Sunday school. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I mean, um, just being a, uh, just seeing how God has used you in this role, I think that it's very apparent that you have been given the ability to have this knowledge of God's word and to be very clear about it. And like, I think even in like in the speech and the word choice, it's just like all, yeah, it's a, I have witnessed the spirit Mm. um, use you and I've been very blessed by it. Yeah. It's, it's really by God's grace. Like there's nothing else that I do where I, I can say like, oh yeah, I I feel like the spirit is working. No, and you should. That you're in your zone. Everyone, come come to the Bible study. No, <laughs> so funny. I mean, it's different, right? Teaching kids versus teaching adults. Like you can only. Some people are really gifted at teaching kids, though. All right. Um. I think the only thing I'll say about my experience is I definitely would not say I had have the gift of teaching. Um, I don't have the gift of knowledge. That's like one of my last gifts. Like I'm usually asking people the questions about the Bible. And um, so I think in preparing for those weeks that I'm assigned, I really feel inadequate and insecure, but I, I don't, really want to say like I should excuse myself from not doing it just because I have those feelings and I have like fear of man too like saying oh these people are the gifted ones they should be doing it so I I have like all those thoughts when I'm like preparing and I think um, something I've learned and probably grown into in this is just like in faith I just know well if God has me here and wants to use me for those particular chapters, I'll just be faithful to go along with it and not worry about the results and not worry about like what people think about me. I think that's probably my biggest like hindrances. Like I care what people think about me because I don't feel confident in this skill. Um, And I think as I studied for my sessions, I'm like, oh, this is like so much work. Like it's not fun for me. Like it's, it just, it's just not how my brain is wired, but praise the Lord through the sessions. Um, I realized that I really don't know the Bible and I realized I need to learn how to study the Bible better. Um, I think the part about the teaching time that I enjoy is asking the good questions so that other people can say the stuff <laughs> I can't say. Because seriously, like when I have like the truths in my mind, I don't have the ability to like tell and instruct people. This is what the verse says. But in my mind and my heart, I have those convictions. And that's why I know I don't have the gift. But I still think that God can use me um, even if I don't straight out have the gift. I just trust, okay, I'll just be faithful. And then I think the part that I care more about um, rather than having big ahas is like here's the simple truth here's the the truth and then like how can we actually apply it like that's the part I, 
I tend to like to spend more time on. Hmm. Um, like, yeah, getting to the heart. So that's been my experience. I still would say I don't have the gift, but maybe on those days when I um, am assigned to lead and teach, I think God can still use me if I'm available. So I think that's what I've concluded. Well, I think people can be like gifted to like varying degrees too, right? Like it's not yeah. like a flat out all or nothing. Yeah. I think I, it has, I go in with the assumption that it looks a certain way you know, and I had this discussion with Darren, I I was telling him on the side, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. But then he's like, No, there's like other aspects of teaching, like, it's not like, like, a what is it? A a lecture? I'm not a lecture type, you know? No, but I feel like, because you have like a, a education background, like you do stuff where I'm like, oh, you can do that to like help people understand. Like, I think like sometimes when you do certain things in class, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. Like I never yeah, even thought it about doesn't, that. It doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. It's just- No, that- but it helps people to understand or connect. I think the nice thing about the format that we have is it's like not purely didactic. And so I feel like a lot of different gifts could be used like from yeah. um, whoever's like up there. It doesn't have to just be teaching, but I feel like there's a lot of also connection points, I feel like, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's a good mix. Okay, so let's move on with the last part. Um, Let's go back to answering that question. Does the local church need women teachers? And where are we at 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 CBC? Hmm. Or why do we need women teachers and you kind of alluded to some of those thoughts I think um sometimes like hearing something from a woman might be different than hearing it from like a guy and sometimes I feel like females can speak into certain areas of life better into another female um just because of life experiences that Mm -hmm. that bind us together um And I think it's important to see like all parts of like God's body moving, you know, and to understand it's like, it's like everyone has access to to God's word and can understand God's word and use God's word. And it's not just reserved for like a few holy people, like the Catholic Mm -hmm. church sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important for the life of the church and, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with the the statement that like when you see another woman handle God's word and like mm-hmm. teach on it and instruct from it, it it's a little bit more accessible than seeing the pastors on Sunday. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's only reserved for mm-hmm. those people. But a woman who is, you know, maybe has her daily roles outside of the church, it just it carries a different authority also even in identity i think you listen differently maybe mm-hmm. you um know that sh- she would understand you better already and she's addressing maybe certain struggles that are specific to women mm-hmm. and i mean i i'm not complaining here but like you know our pastors they give they tend to give examples that are more like men specific you know like sports okay maybe like there's some women too but there's like a lot of illustrations that are like 
geared for men, but when you mm-hmm. hear a woman speak, she'll bring different examples that are more mm-hmm. so related to like the roles of womanhood or even growing um, towards like biblical womanhood. I think she mm-hmm. can definitely carry more um, authority to speak on those issues. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think um, when you hear a woman like teach and also, you know, share maybe their life experience or their own mm-hmm. personal um, experience with how the word applies to their life. Um, I think there's a, I guess there's a perspective and a gentleness to it that I mm-hmm. feel like we can relate to that. I mean, it wouldn't really be evoked the same way if a male mm-hmm. did that, right? Um, I think I was really blessed recently at the the women's tea when mm-hmm. Auntie Becky, um, granted I know a lot of it was like a testimony kind of thing, mm-hmm. but but really just um, hearing her teach and, ex- and and just her experience of kind of uh, having to make sacrifices for mm-hmm. um, her husband as, as he had to take on a lot of roles um, within the church or within the, you know, the college where he was the president. It was really mm-hmm. touching, you know, to hear her perspective mm-hmm. and see how God worked in her life in that way. So I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, a, it's offers a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think, oh, I was going to say, I also think that like, it's in the same way when it's like a women's Bible study like this, there's just a level of comfort Yeah. that you feel with each other. Right, um, right. In, in our group that you might not get in a co-ed Bible mm-hmm. study class. That's for you sure. Might, yeah, like there's... Yeah. Yeah, I just feel it just feels different when there's guys there, right? And exactly. It like for yeah. sure, my age, like it's just it's just different, right? <laughs> yes, very different. Yeah, even like those times when we ha- would have our food and fellowship, and we're just throwing out either mm. shallow or deep questions. Like a lot of really deep personal struggles have come out of those mm. sharing times, and you definitely, I think, it's in the safety of just being amongst like women fellowshipping together I think like you kind of already go in um maybe better like unarmed just because these you know that these women have a better chance of understanding Mm -hmm. so that's been a huge tremendous blessing of seeing like the spirit working through this time we've been learning God's word but it's also been a place for people to you know find refuge and share Mm -hmm. some of their more personal struggles Um, yeah, I think this past year, I appreciated um, having NC Becky as our tea speaker. Mm. And I mean, she is Pastor Albert's wife, but I think hearing her example, and her telling us like her journey of faith to the Lord and is different than if a man were to tell us a male leader or pastor were to tell us like, you need to submit to your husbands, you know, <laughs> like it just comes with a different tone and weight and you feel like motivated differently because this is a woman who has tasted the struggles that we can identify with. And, you know, she can empathize with those related struggles and to see God's faithfulness. Yeah. It's very, it's wonderful. And then I also wanted to bring up earlier in the year, we had a um, 
an event for the women in community. We had a kind of like a, a small dig workshop for holy sexuality. And Alice was our teacher for that day. Um, so that was kind of nice too, that we're slowly like putting the women of God to speak on behalf of God's word. So I think it's all very encouraging. And um, I think when it comes to handling God's word and teaching it, it really isn't restricted to people with the gift either. I think mm -hmm. that all women should make it their goal to be able to study God's word, whether individually or with a group of people do it together so it's easier or take a class. And there is, I think every woman can teach it differently. And there's her own spheres of influence in whom she can teach it to, whether her children or other younger believers or the youth. So I do think this is something we should not say it's limited to only pastors and people with the gift of teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts on this? I, I think that um, we're all, I agree with what you're saying, Leslie, I think we're all um, exhorted to teach God's word, whether formally or informally, like mm -hmm. we're all placed in different contexts and situations mm -hmm. where we have the opportunity to speak God's truth mm -hmm. um, into their lives, right? And it, mm -hmm. it and th these are more organic situations where mm -hmm. maybe a friend's going through something and I think just seeking out those opportunities to um, speak truth into their lives is, it should be something that we should consider a privilege and we should look out for, you know, those, mm -hmm. those like little moments that we can do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess this concludes our podcast. We made good timing and thank you guys for joining me on this topic and hopefully, um, yeah, the church can see that, you know, we're not like, it's not like we've arrived. I think we're still a work in progress trying to figure this out and um, being just faithful to what God has put right before us. So thank you. Okay.